Age 50 is a turning point when it comes to retirement planning. And today's podcast will outline retirement planning mistakes to avoid when you're in your 50s. Matters USA with Fred Sage. You also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's Money Matters USA. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins in the conversation we have Every week on this podcast with Fred Sade. Fred is a fiduciary. He's the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm, Money Matters USA. And he also holds a PhD in economics from Duke University, contributes to many financial publications and websites. But I think in Fred's mind, the most important thing he can do is get you ready in the right way for retirement. And keep in mind, too, no matter where you are listening to this podcast, uh, Fred is available uh, with a phone call at 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. And Fred, uh, we are recording b- during the holiday season. Uh, this podcast will be going up the day before New Year's Day. So it goes up on New Year's Eve. So happy New Year. Same here. Happy New Year. 2022. Feeling good about it, Fred? Yeah, I, I'm I'm always hopeful that that the next year will be better, in some respects than 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 the previous year. But you know, it's a fresh slate. You yeah. can start again, and um, you know, if you're realistic about uh, what it is you you want to accomplish, and have multiple uh, things that you want to accomplish, multiple goals, multiple pillars, multiple signposts, and it's probable that uh, you'll get some of it done. That's a great and, way to be. Yeah, knock it out if you, as much as you can. You're certainly further along than you were if you uh, get some things done. And um, you you mentioned this just a moment ago, turning 50. Uh, this, this, for many listening, could be the year you hit the big 5-0, or you could be in your 50s, and it, that's the time to start thinking retirement and getting the plan together and Fred is going to look at some mistakes that you need to really seriously consider. And and he's actually doing this as a service to help you avoid mistakes that many people do make in their 50s as they're getting close to retirement. This first thing you have here, Fred, can be huge. And especially now where we are in, in, in this time, if you think you've got a little security blanket, a little uh, plan B of, well, I can just work longer if I have to, but that's not a guarantee no, not not at all. Uh, many, many there are a lot of studies here that show that uh, people may want to work longer, but uh, the two big things that prevent them from working longer: number one is their health. They have an unexpected health emergency, and they have to say this is it, uh, or uh, they get outsourced from their job. Maybe the position get eliminated. Maybe their skills have eroded. Maybe 
they've been replaced by uh, a, a, a new technology, and uh, there's just no future yeah. for them uh, in in the workforce. Uh, the, so it, there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to work to 65, 68, 70, 75, 72, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever your expectation is, you have to assume that you may, may be able to work longer or you may not. It's a variable. And, um, you know, that there's a 12 year, there's a, well, really from age 50 to age 71, maybe I'll say 72, that 21, 22 year period i mean that's you really have to make hay during that period because that that's the time that 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 you have opportunity once you hit 72 yeah. you know the rmds start and all of a sudden you, you get locked into place self security is a lock in at 70 if you on a deferral the rmds at 72 so all of a sudden you, you don't have much flexibility any 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 longer when you talk to people in their 50s, uh, is it a challenge for you to get them to adjust their risk? I mean, because they're not in their 30s anymore. I mean, risk does have to be adjusted then. Yeah, they do. And, yeah, um, there there are some people like the wild man of Borneo who you know, just want to <laughs> just, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're going to they're going to make it in yeah. the market. You know, and they're going to invest. They're going to make. They they don't lose. They're like the guy that goes to the track who never loses. They ne- they never they never lose. And then you have the other um, alternative, which is that uh, people become overly conservative. But you know, the some people talk about uh, prospect <coughs> theory and uh, you know and and uh, risk avoidance uh, and and. And they don't understand what risk avoidance, you know, actually is. Risk risk avoidance is taking more risk because you don't want to recognize that you're holding a dog and refuse to sell out a negative position. So you're oh. taking more risk than you want to take. But that's what risk avoidance actually is. Even though people fa- people will prefer risk over over gain, it, it, depending upon how you frame the choice, but that's not what risk avoidance actually is. It's taking excessive risk, even when you don't intend to, because you won't recognize a loss. Kind of that's a bit of denial, then, it sounds yeah. like. Oh, actually, the, yeah. yeah, that's that old joke. Denial is not a river in, <laughs> exactly. uh, in, yeah, in, in Egypt. And the, the other, I think the other thing is for, for do-it-yourselfers, um, you, you have to, well, first, let me just finish that thought. If you've got a losing position, then sell the position out, get whatever tax benefit you're you're going to you're going to get, and and then you have to look at how to reconstruct your your positions, and you have to do this in some in some non-emotional way. So far as do it yourself is are concerned, decide on you know on what your what your goals are, and, and work with someone like me who is a fee only. Uh, planner who is not selling you, uh, uh, you know, a, a product or 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 who's got a vested interest uh, uh, in a strategy. I do your planning, and you can manage your, you know, your investments. 
Well, it's 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 so much to consider when you get in your 50s and, and you're not retired yet, but you do need to start thinking that. And we're looking at that transition in, in your planning. And I, these are probably regrets that you've heard from clients maybe once they hit their 60s. I wish I'd taken more advantage of those catch-up provisions because you can't do that. How does that work when you're over 50? Well, um, you, you, ha- you in... Uh in in ERISA plans like 401ks, 403bs, um, you can contribute twenty thousand five hundred max in twenty twenty two. It's not much of an increase. It's a thousand dollar increase uh, over the twenty twenty one limit. So the the amount that you're setting aside isn't isn't that isn't that great but it does it does uh, add up and if you're uh, a four, if you're in a 401k plan you you can make some annual catch up contributions which which is a, which is a total of $6500 it's the same amount that it was uh, last year um, i think the total is is 27000 IRAs it's um that's that stayed the same didn't it I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. IRA stayed the same, didn't it, uh, for this year? Yeah, they did. IRAs did stay the same. There's absolutely no, no change what, whatsoever, <laughs> which surprised me, frankly. Yeah, I was actually a little surprised too at that. But I, you know, I've been thinking about it a little bit. That that the um, Congress seems to want to roll the dice on, on on 401k plans and and, and focus and wants to focus their attention. On on uh, on four hundred one k plans, uh, and uh, less so on uh, you know on on IRAs. Which, okay. Well, which, which frankly, you know, which actually are state regulated. Um, mm-hmm. They're not ERISA plans, even though um, the Obama administration sort of tiptoed to the edge of the cliff on on uh, on four hundred one k on uh, IRAs, but but they're clearly not ERISA plans. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I yeah I was shocked that that didn't, but well, maybe they alternate years <laughs> between years. What about um, when you're in your fifties? You start thinking about your health, and people get a little more cognizant of their body health, but also of their coverage too. I know you have some people who retire before sixty-five Medicare eligibility age, and so then you have to fill a gap insurance coverage-wise. And even when they hit Medicare, how do you you have to help them prepare for out of pocket too? That could be over pretty pretty high through the course of yeah. your retirement. Yeah, true. Um, for, first of all, people should not overlook uh, their health. You, you will pay for it, you know, eventually uh, with with um, you know with with illnesses that that come up later in life. Uh, so. Don't overlook your health. Exercise regularly. Eat eat uh, eat properly. It, it, it's not too late to, you know, to start. Um, if you take care of your health now, the odds are that um, that your body will take care of you uh, later later on, and uh, you'll feel a lot better uh, about yourself. It's something you won't have to something you won't have to worry uh, about. And it's something that you should do while, while you still have have the you know the time the energy uh, to do it. So far as um, 
so far as uh, uh, coverage goes, there there is coverage that, uh, assuming that uh, you have you have, you know you you if you're left work, you may have COBRA, you may be eligible uh, uh, for uh, the Affordable Care Act uh, uh, type coverages. You have to see what's in your your best interest. Uh, there, you may also, if uh, you've been out of the states for a while and you now came back and you're not eligible, you know, for Medicare for 12 months, uh, there there is fill-in uh, coverage uh, for that 12-month uh, period. If you are Medicare eligible, you have a you have a lot of choices. You have traditional Medicare with uh, the supplemental uh, coverages and uh, that Part B and Part D. Uh, coverages and you also uh, could try Part C if you want to see if, if that if you like if you like uh, that uh, it's it's really up to you and Part C is, is zip code dependent so in some zip codes you you may you may get HMO only if you don't travel a lot it may be satisfactory if you do. You may want to look at uh, Part C, but you may prefer a preferred provider organization, which has uh, networks uh, throughout the country. You have to look at that kind of closely because if it's a rented network, the coverage may actually be slightly different. If you're going to travel a lot, Medicare does not cover you outside of the United States. That's something to bear in mind, and you may need some kind of uh travel oh, really? uh, type medical yeah uh, what do you do uh, what are people normally do so like so let's say you're on medicare you you have a trip to europe uh mm-hmm. going to be there a few weeks if anything were to happen to you during that time i mean you have to plan accordingly for what do you get what do you do use your credit card if if you, if you need to so that's like yeah. a that's a gamble then right oh it's a big crapshoot Man, uh, yeah, uh, you you really should buy overseas medical coverage. Can you do it for a month? For two weeks? Well, yeah. it's it's not that expensive. Uh, it does eliminate pre-existing conditions, so you're going to be on your own for that, or or you can file a claim when you get back and, mm-hmm. and see if Medicare will agree to pay some uh, of that. Uh, the other thing that I have seen over the years is, is if you have um, a catastrophic situation, say you have a heart attack and you need cardiac bypass surgery, mm-hmm. they're not going to do that for you uh, in uh, you know in London. Uh, they're going to they're going to stabilize you, stick you on a commercial flight, and say, hey, do it here in the states. Our taxpayers are not paying for your cabbage. Wow. So and I've seen that. I have actually seen that happen what if you really needed it done right away do they make exceptions for that or or not i don't know they they're going to do their best to stabilize you Uh, and so um it's a good idea to have uh have overseas coverage and and have medevac coverage and that's misunderstood but uh, medevac coverage is to fly you to the nearest uh, medical center or hospital capable of providing you uh, the necessary care uh, for your particular condition. It does not guarantee you that they're going to fly you back mm. to the United States. Well, I'm, I mean, I learn something from you every week. So that's something to consider, most definitely. 
And, of course, with someone who knows really all the moving parts of retirement, a little bit of time in this first segment of the podcast looking at mistakes to avoid in your 50s. Um, And some people aren't really thinking about the lifestyle they want to live in retirement. Some people, um, you've seen this in gray divorce is the thing. They get divorced and maintain the same lifestyle. Yeah, if they can. Right. If they if they've got the uh, assets uh, to be able uh, to do that, uh, you know, if if there are instances where both spouses make a lot of money, and uh, they and I'm not saying it works out amicably, uh, but um, they're both capable of of living whatever lifestyle you know they want. In other cases, they're not, and and the assets get divided, and they have to reduce their you know, their lifestyle, and you can't have this uh, idea of, well, I deserve this, you know, expensive meal, or I deserve this expensive pair of shoes, or, you know, or this expensive car, you just have to, uh, you know, bring in your horns and, uh, and, 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 and live the lifestyle that, that you can uh, afford. And uh, it's frequently you, you have to downsize your lifestyle, uh, not just your your housing arrangement, but your entire lifestyle. And that's the price that that yeah, you pay, uh, and, and it happens. And and we know that gray divorce is is the primary uh, divorce that we're seeing here uh, in in the country. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's just it's just the uh, reality uh, of it. And, and divorce is expensive. I mean, even collaborative uh, divorce and mediated divorce is still expensive. Oh yeah, you, you know. You're in a you're in a legal process, and and that it's never cheap. Nope, it's not. It's it's definitely something you have to consider. And finally, uh, to a mistake to avoid, and that is failing to update important documents. Very critical. Yeah, you know, I I go through this every single year at 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 our annual review and uh, on my blog. I, I have uh, I, I have uh, an article that I wrote just on this very uh, subject. How old is your will? How old is your power of attorney? How old is your durable uh, power of attorney? How old is your health care power of attorney? You frequently refer to as a health care uh, proxy, uh, your advanced directive. Uh, all of these things need to be thought out. If you've got young kids, you really need to decide if something happens to you and, and your spouse, who is going to raise uh, y- your kids? Um, how do you want them to be brought up? What money are you going to put aside uh, for, their, for their health, for their, for their well-being, for their, for their education? All these things are important. The other thing, uh, tell people all the time, let's look at your beneficiary directions, especially if there's been a change as a, a child, as uh, you got a new child, uh, you got divorced, you're, you're separated, or whatever. Let's look at the beneficiary directions uh, across all your uh, accounts, from your checking account to everything else, ownership, beneficiary directions. All of this should be done on a regular basis. I know this sounds really soft. It's not financial, but it is financial because yeah. if you're in the hospital uh, and you're, you know, you're unconscious, you know, uh, who, nobody can act on, on your behalf. The doctors don't have to tell your wife anything. They, don't, they may out of courtesy, but they don't have to listen to anything. 
that, that your wife or your kids have to say. So it's imperative that, uh, that, these, that you take this seriously. This is always, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> Yeah, and then I see documents that are 30 years old. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, well, maybe, you know, maybe the surrogate will accept the will. Uh, but, you know, but and maybe not. Uh, maybe the surrogate is going to say, this need, you need to go to probate. These documents are so old. And um, the, all these other documents are, are meaningless. Uh, so uh, you're, you're leaving yourself for a world of, of, of hurt. And I like to remind people that uh, on their telephone, on their cell phone account, if the cell phones are in both, if both cell phones or all the cell phones are in one spouse's name, the, the, the phone company won't even talk to the other spouse without permission. And if, if they're going to do that over a cell phone, what do you think they're going to do on your 401k account, your right. IRA account, or your bank account, or your pension account? Not, nothing is going to happen here uh unless unless the documents are are up to date it, it's not you know this, this is not something that that people should put off i i know i sound preachy but um, i go through this all the time and i get yes to death and then it doesn't happen and i get a a call from a desperate spouse uh, what should i do what should i do well you know you said it's funny i was chuckling because you said i may sound preachy but what does a preacher do but help you avoid mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you're doing yeah. here. And so, yeah, yeah it is important. Um, it, but if we're looking at mistakes, it's it, this is from someone who's seen a lot of mistakes, who's had to fix a lot of mistakes because people come to them and they're like, I didn't do this. I, didn't. I mean, you still need to craft a plan for them. Certainly would have been better if the mistakes hadn't been made. And that's why you offer this information. Well, there is more to come. Uh, Keep in mind, you can get in touch with Fred and he won't be preachy. He won't be preachy with you. Uh, (laughs) You can call him at 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. And we'll take a quick break. But when we come back, uh, we're going to start the new year with some solid money moves that can help you boost that financial security in 2022. That's coming up on Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. Hey, welcome back. It is Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade uh, is the founder and managing director of the firm you just heard about, Money Matters USA. Fred has been in the financial services industry for years, and he is a retirement specialist. So that's what we talk about on this podcast and also on our video series as well. Well, it is a new year, uh, starting uh, with the day this podcast drops. It will be tomorrow, a brand new year, new start on life. Uh, we're going to look at some things that you can do in 2022 that can make a big difference, sometimes little things 
make a big difference in our retirement planning. So Fred's going to look at some steps that you can take now and help you get to retirement in that style that you've always wanted. And you touched on this a little bit, talking about if you're still working in the last, you know, first segment of the podcast today, take advantage of everything you can do, raise those retirement savings. You have those catch-up opportunities. Seize upon the opportunity. Yeah, you know, if you've been hesitant to put money into the um, plan at work, and it's and if it's a reasonably good plan as many of them are uh, today. Remember, it's, it's not a pension, so you don't have to worry, is this thing adequately funded or not? M- most of these 401k plans, there only, are only uh, a, a handful of providers if you're working for a large or medium-sized uh, firm. And if you're working for a smaller firm, again, it, it's going to be with one of the, one of the major uh, uh, providers. Take advantage, uh, at, at least, at least contribute up to to the match, and understand the the match formula. That's another thing that I I find people uh, think that um, they only look at the percentage number. Well, we match eight percent uh, of your contribution, and then you get down to cases, and you see that we manage fifty percent up to eight percent. So really, it's only a four percent match. Uh, yeah. So. Re- read the fine print, but that's free money, and you should at least take the take the free money. Uh, you ought to understand very clearly uh, if you if you do a design. If, if a lot of plans provide a Roth four hundred one k option, these are called designated Roth accounts. The rules on a designated Roth account is very are very different than the rules uh, on an individual Roth account. And uh, you ought to, you you need to understand the difference. It's not merely that that yeah you you they're not it's not deductible. There are other rules. Uh, you're still in an ERISA plan, and the rules are different than in the individual uh, plan. And uh, if if you go the if you go the Roth, uh, you can do seven thousand uh, dollars because you're fifty uh, or or over, and. Um, we we would urge you uh, to to take advantage of what you can take advantage of. Remember, um, whether whether you are tax deferred or you are after tax in in the Roth, everything that you do here is is uh, based on uh, an assumption of what you think the the tax brackets and the tax rates as they're going to hit you, they're going to affect you in your retirement. If you think taxes are low now and going to be higher later, then, then Roths uh, make a lot of sense because you're paying tax at a low rate and you're getting tax-free income at a high rate. If you think it's the reverse, well, then you, you, you uh, want to take advantage of as much tax deductibility as you can get right now because you think that taxes are going to be low in the future. And if you think that, well, uh, I've got a couple of bridges in the Arizona (laughs) desert that I can let you have real cheap. For waterfront property there too, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, we got a little moat there. (laughs) Justifies the bridge tone. No, it's it's true. I mean, where where else can they go? I mean, I, I... 
they're at historical levels, right? Yeah. Low levels. Yeah, yes, they are. They are. Taxes have been remarkably consistent over the last 20, uh, 20 years, but uh, that's no guarantee considering no. Uh, what's going on right now. And well, we don't know what the outcome uh, is is going to be. So if you're going to protect yourself, you, you should protect yourself at both ends of the spectrum, both on tax deferred and also on on uh, on on Roth. And, and you can you're not gaming the system at all. You can't game it because uh, you don't write the tax laws, but at least you 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 have you you have a better probability of uh, uh, a better shot at tax diversification, uh, which is imperative. Because I see people come in when they're 100% tax deferred, and they say, okay, help me with my tax planning. Well, that that becomes rather, you know, rather difficult, because you can't take, you can't take money out of a tax deferred account and go put it in a Roth. It doesn't work that way. Right. The government wants to get its pound of flesh. They made you made a deal. They held up their end. Now you've yeah. got to hold up yours. You may not like the consequences. Well, well, that's the whole thing. If you don't hold up your end, they can really hurt you with penalty. Oh, yeah. um, and speaking of taxes going up and looking at the debt we have, it almost seems to me like, and I'm just observational here just for a second, that they go with the philosophy of watch your pennies, the dollars take care of themselves, because yep. they'll have this big debate. I mean, just prolonged debate over $10 billion, and yet a trillion, eh, it's a trillion. <laughs> I mean, that's just my take on it. What am I? I'm, I'm just a lay person here. But sometimes I'll just read something about, and, you know, extended debate over $10 billion or whatever. I'm just pulling a figure from the sky. But it's still, it's basically pretty accurate because then sometimes for the trillion dollars, there's huge bipartisan support, and it doesn't seem to be as big a deal. Or is that just me? I don't know. Uh, it's really weird. I mean, I can't even get my head around uh, the trillions of dollars that uh, that they're spending and, and all this money that's being, you know, created by by a computer keyboard creating the reserves, yeah. at, at, which is how the Federal Reserve, you know, d creates uh, creates money. But it's hard to get your get your head around, you know, around that. But do you and know what so, I'm saying? Have you ever wondered that? You, you, yeah. Um, yeah. A few billion I, sometimes can cause a, a bigger debate than a trillion. I guess it's, I guess it's who's, who benefits. Well, from, I understand when a trillion happens at once. I mean, we were yeah. in the, at the height of a, or, or we were in the, at least the beginning shutdown stages of a pandemic. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm not making light of that, but it's just amazing. Sometimes it's a bigger deal is made out of a few billion over a trillion, seems to be. Anyway. But yeah, you're right. It, look, it, it really depends on, on if there's an agreement on, on how that money is going to be spent. And, and who, you know, in other words, if, if, you're, if your supporters and contributors get, get it or my mind gets some of it, uh, you know, politics is all about money. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, it costs an obscene amount to run for office, uh, <laughs> you know, how, yeah, uh, uh, even local elections. Uh, well, not as bad, but but, you know, in the presidency, I mean, it's, it's just it's just mind boggling. It's billions of dollars to, to be elected. Uh, I wouldn't have it. I wouldn't have it. More more power to him. I, I wouldn't have that. 
I don't like asking yeah, well, for money. Every everybody, you know, notice everybody who comes out of the presidency looks ten years older. It takes a few years before they start. You know, they they never look as young as they did before. Always, but, but they don't yeah. look quite as old as they do when they come out of the. Uh, the presidency. It I ages mean, that, them. That, it's a grueling. It's got to be a grueling. I mean, the weight job. of the world, basically, is on your shoulders. Yeah. You're having to deal with checks and balances back home and with problems around the world. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's not It's not something that I've ever ex- uh, ever been expired to, to ever <laughs> want. But, you know, it's Come it's on, Fred. Cute. You can do I'll uh, get no, behind no, no, you. No, no, yeah, you know, you look at you know these five, six-year-old kids, and you know the teacher said, "What do you want to be when you grow?" I want to be president of the United uh, States. Oh, that's great. I know, you know what or, you said. You said I want to be a financial advisor. No, I, I said I wanted I wanted to play left field for the New York Yankees. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I actually uh, said. I said I settled for the Brooklyn Dodgers too. Uh, <laughs> well, I think Jethro Bodine wanted to be either a rocket scientist, a double knot spy, or a short order cook. One of those three. <laughs> All right, so looking well, at yeah, short, you need a good memory to be a short order cook. You know, absolutely, you do. Used to, used to work in in uh, Woolworths. I always amazed at their memory. They not they didn't. There were no written tickets. People are yelling out report. orders to them. I yeah, mean, they just, and they remember it. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know how they do it either. I really Neither don't. Do I. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Well, looking at some other things, just a quick hit, kind of rapid fire on what to consider in 2022, Um, reassessing your budget. And I know you have a, a, you've probably seen clients that budget starts to get a little more important in retirement. Yeah, it does. Uh, Our our advice is look at your spending, create a budget, see if you can live on it for 30, 60, 90 days. Uh, it's it, you're doing a trial run. If you if you can grade, if you cannot m- see where you need to make adjustments, try it for another th- till you get it till you get it where where it works, and then reassess the budget uh, every year. We are going to have inflation, even if it's at a low rate, even at at two percent. It's it's still significant. Historic inflation is three percent, so you still have to be able to uh, account for it because you are going to have a gap. And, and we have to have a way to close that that spending that spending gap and, and to have priorities. So yeah, I think you have to look. You that's uh, that's really important uh, because um, you need to know, you need to know what are my assets and what are my spending goals. How much money do I have? And that's going to tell you how much you can you can spend. Uh, you know, just just. Just to drive this point home, in our video series, we we, we did a we did uh, the, the death of the four percent rule, mm-hmm. and and in the in the fourth chapter of it, we we talk about alternatives uh, and and how you have to address that and and how you look at what you have as against what you're going to spend and how long your money is is going to last. And it doesn't depend upon a 4% rule or 3% rule or anything else. I mean, it's just it's just simple math. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, it's something that Fred can go over with you. Uh, and the video series, uh, by the way, is very, very well done and a lot of great information in that. Uh, for instance, if you go to YouTube, just search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, but be sure to like and subscribe on that. Uh, a couple of other things to consider. You know, when you, a lot of people, when they're retirees, they'll downsize and 
then they may throw out a lot of things or start thinking of looking at what they need or simplifying their lives, in other words. And that's another thing you can do financially is consolidate and simplify. Yeah, it's really, it, it, you know, uh, people change jobs. They uh, they leave 401ks behind. It, it, it's a good idea to consolidate them. It, it may be desirable to move from 401k to, uh, to IRA. Um, the only it, real advantage of the 401k in retirement is if you have creditor issues and a lot of debt and you need to be protected against creditors uh, attaching the uh, assets in your 401k. Now, there's one proviso. The IRS can, can attach anything, but if it's a, but if it's a non-IRS creditor, uh, as long as the money stays in an ERISA plan, no creditor can attach it. But if you don't have that problem, IRAs will, will make more sense. Roths may make sense. Uh, there, there are other, there are other even after tax accounts are, are going to make uh, sense. You, you really want to get that tax diversification. But uh, you want to, you, you, and if you're going to work, if it turns out you're going to work past uh, age 72, uh, then you have to know um, uh, that if you are less than a 5% owner and you're still working, uh, you may not have to take money from your uh, 401k uh, RMD if, if, you're, if you are uh, more than a 5% owner, you will have to take money from, from your uh, 401k. So that, that's not an absolute. Uh, you will obviously have to take it from the IRA. And again, you cannot take that money and put it in a Roth. You, you, you can't do that. You, you, you can put it in an after-tax account, uh, and, and that will give you opportunities. But you got to be – but, it, you know, it's good to consolidate. And the other, the other thing is I see people forget that they have RMDs because they forgot about the account. And they wake up after April 15th and say, oh, my goodness, I forgot to take my RMDs. I see it happen. You know, uh, you know again, the, you know, uh, the older you get, uh, there's, there's, there are cognitive issues and you may not you may lose lose track. Another way. And that's another reason to, to, to simplify, simplify, simplify. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, I mean, there's so many things that Fred can go over with you to get you to consider. I mean, think about a new year, a fresh start, looking at um, reviewing your legal paperwork, reassessing those priorities. As we as we touched on simplifying your life, uh, getting good tax strategies in place. All of this comes up, which in a review you can schedule with Fred wherever you are listening to this podcast. 800-593-8188. Again, it's 800-593-8188. Well, Fred, you keep us informed. You do a great job. And again, either here on the podcast or on our video series. I look forward to getting together next week. And again, Happy New Year to you. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Thanks for staying with us on Money Matters USA.
Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.